Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, this is Ryan. And this is Lucas. And we're back again with another episode. Today we're going to talk about smart pricing. Is it really smart or is it a recipe for disaster? There is uh, a bit of a uh, heated debate about this no matter where you look online if you talk about it in the discussion boards on Facebook. Um, I'll just weigh in. I'll just give you my vote. Uh, I don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Lucas, Lucas, you're being so direct. <laughs> Lucas doesn't like smart pricing. No. No. You um... want to know what, uh, you want to know, we'll, we'll just, this sums it. It's a long story short for me. Uh, I manage some really high-end properties and uh, some of them average We out. know. Yeah. Some hey, of them... Lucas, tell us again. I manage some <laughs> you high-end manage properties. properties. Okay, so... <laughs> But I would say the average nightly price of some of the rentals is into the three hundred to five hundred dollars a night, and smart pricing will be like, let's say like the Daytona five hundred, where people are getting like six hundred dollars a night. Smart pricing will be like, if you list at one eighty seven, you'll get booked. I'm like, thanks. The Motel Eight charges more than one eighty seven. Oh my god! Yeah, when the when the low rent motels are are running at two fifty a night, and they're suggesting that your four bedroom luxury penthouse condo should be two hundred. Uh, time out. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, supply and demand Airbnb. Have you heard of it? <laughs> real basic, real basic stuff. Um, for me, um, I think it fluctuates a little too heavily and I, I don't know where they're getting some of their numbers. Um, there are some listings of mine that are, you know, one bedroom, uh, private entry, reserve parking, the whole thing. They'll go as low as like $35 a night recommended. And I'm like, absolutely not. They get down there. Uh, the condo that we I wouldn't redid, recommend it at the, all. The condo that uh, you redid the flooring in, I've literally seen that one like recommended at like $68 to $70. A yeah, night. That's, that's insane. So, I mean, you, you get to a point where you as the host and possibly as the owner of the properties, because I'm, I'm half uh, owner of my portfolio and I'm half arbitrage on the others. Um, but, it, you know, I have overhead on everything, okay? There's a there's a cost attached to all these things, and I'm not talking about the cleaners because that gets attached on top of the fees they pay for the the space. I'm talking about you know just generic fees like you know the cost of, of utilities and providing internet and keeping the lights on and the heat and so forth. You just get to a point where it's too cheap to even bother, especially if you have, for instance, like a two night minimum, like I do on a lot of my units. Um, if somebody came in at forty bucks a night. Once I pay my fees to Airbnb, which is like two or three percent, whatever it is, um, you know, I'm gonna net less than eighty dollars. Why would I do that to have somebody stay at my place, waste my cleaner's time to go and clean it and, and deal with all the linens that we gotta turn over and it's just not worth it. I wouldn't bother. You know, so you have to set a minimum in your head where you wanna be at. Um now here's here's an alternative way to run it. Um if you say I'm not gonna run smart pricing, but I want to get more revenue during busier times. Um, for me, what that means is I want to be, personally, I want to be full at every property all the time, okay? Um, now, while I'm ripping on smart pricing for being a little too cheap some days, when I look at my calendar, if I see a gap, 
I will select those dates. I will open them up. And there is an option inside of Airbnb, and Lucas will have to enlighten us on the VRBO side of these things. There's an option in there where I can say, uh, hey, Airbnb, what, what do you think I should be asking? And let's say my base price is $79 a night. And it says this will most likely get rented if it's 65 66 And it's it's off of my pricing by 15 bucks, 14 bucks, whatever the case is. I might do the math on that and go, okay, all right, I got a stretch of four days that's a gap between two nice reservations. I will reduce it. And not only will I reduce it down to their suggested, I'll even go a little further because I like to go under $5 increments. So if they're suggesting 66, I'll go 64. If they're suggesting 63, I might go 59 if I really want to book those dates and get it done. Um, and then, you know, I've, I've, no, I've had really good success with that. So now when you start getting to about a dozen or more properties, it's going to become time-consuming to click on those and, and play with them, um, but not that time-consuming. You can sit down for about 30 minutes, go through the next three months on your calendar, price out the gaps competitively, right, and, and get them booked. Yeah, it took, me about an, it took me about an hour here, right before I came uh, here uh, to Minneapolis where we're filming. Uh, you mean recording? Recording. Like, we don't have filming. There's no filming. <laughs> maybe more I'm to come kidding. on that. Maybe, maybe in the future. Maybe someday you'll get to see us on YouTube. But yeah. Maybe. For now, I'm just going to arrogantly correct my partner here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it took me about an hour to go through all the properties and set it up. Because uh, what happens, though, is like VRBO, and I don't remember on Airbnb, if they allow you to set... They do. They allow you to block off dates, like book in nine-month increments. Yep. Uh, VRBO does yep. not allow you to do that. So people will snipe prices that you don't set. For the future. Yeah, so VRBO doesn't have a smart yeah, Airbnb pricing. Airbnb puts a limit on how many days out. Yeah, I think it's allow. like three months, six months, I, nine months. Well, it's anything year, you Or want. forever. It's whatever you, can, you want. I say 180 days, Yeah. which is six months. I'm at nine months. I have the yeah. nine-month set. VRBO doesn't have smart pricing of any sort. Um, and they don't have that setting. So you really have to make sure you're going out in advance and uh, setting your pricing. Or what you can do is you can just make that pricing uh, you know, ridiculously high and go back and edit it later. Uh, you know, If you just don't want to have the time, you don't have the time that day, just take you know, 2022 and take January through you know, however far you know, VRBO will let you take it out the end of 2023 and just make it 500 bucks a night, you know, ridiculously high, um, and then go back and edit it as you see fit. That way nobody snipes your price because it has happened to me where people wait for events and I just haven't got there to set the pricing and people will be like, oh, you know, they, they'll snipe it the day it becomes available on VRBO. And, and that's uh, for events. That's for events. Like Bike Week or, or, or what? You got Truck Week now. You got Daytona 500. You got Jeep Beach Truck Week, Daytona 500, Bike Week. I mean, right. any July 4th, Memorial Day, Labor yeah. Day. And that's true of mine as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm a six-month you know, barrier. You can't, you can't book past six months, 180 days on there or whatever the case is. Uh, you, 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 but I have to then be attentive. So very soon here, the months of November and December are going to become available on my listings. I have to click on the weeks and the days surrounding Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's to make sure that those are competitively priced with the uh, you know other lodging options in the area. So there is, there is a manual factor to it. Um, I will confess I have been uh, I have been caught sleeping on some things. I wasn't aware like last year I I, I don't know. I just totally fall off my radar. I, I didn't realize the NCAA Final Four was here. <laughs> I, don't, I, I knew it was here, and then I forgot. Um, and then it snuck up on me. Next thing I know, I, I'm seeing it on local news, the NCAA Final Four coming to town, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, 
well, what days is it? And I go to look at my calendar on all my properties. And I was going to up the price. Guess what? They're all booked. They were all booked. Okay, <laughs> so now, now a here's bunch of people though. got good deals. Yeah. So okay. now I, I have an issue with that. And this is a big dilemma in the mastermind group. I know you've seen it. I've seen it. Everybody sees it. And that is somebody who didn't set their rates right or didn't charge a clean. And then they want to cancel. And they want to cancel. Now, I am, I, I am one to most of the time eat something. Um, but I have a very, I, I have this one particular incident that has taken place in the prior Daytona 500 where somebody sniped dates months in advance. I called them immediately, two minutes after they booked, I called and said, our rates were not set. It's my fault. Normally we're talking about it. We're talking about a 2-2 oceanfront condo, about 1,800 square feet um, that they got for 180 bucks a night. <laughs> Uh, a standard, yeah, a standard hotel room at the Hard Rock, like single bed, ocean front, no kitchen, nothing, is going for like four hundred. So we typically charge right around four twenty five for a full condo, and we get that. So I told her, I said, you know what, I will charge half of what we normally charge. So you just have to come up a little bit, and she refused to do that. And I was, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to cancel the reservation then because my owners cannot accept that. We have to use those events during our busy season to make up for a very slow fall. And, you know, I, I, I gracefully, you know, it's not like I waited two weeks. You know, I called her right away to explain the dilemma. And when you say called her. I physically dialed her. her number and called her. You had a conversation. I had a off conversation. Off the record. Yeah. <laughs> off the record, you know. Uh, you know, and that's the one where I wanted to make sure because not everybody's looking at their account right away. You know, I probably sent a message on platform if I go back and look yeah. like, Hey, but I, I just wanted to make sure I'm like, this needs to be talked about right now. Right. Um, because when that booking so came, she can replan. Yeah. So she could replan. I, it was a year in advance. She booked it like oh in, in March, March or April of, uh, 2020 for the 2021. And I'm just like, right. those dates had literally become available. Now, now time out. You said a VRBO doesn't limit how far on the future they can book. Correct. How's it possible? Their count. You, you, you can't, you, you can't, can't book three years from now. You can't. VRBO is not on the, like a forever unlimited book into 2026. They have their own. I think it's like 12 or 18 months out. Okay. So, so uh, again, your, your, your default mechanism to prevent that sniping of something 12 months from now where you haven't set the, the event rate is to just be really high. Just be really high. So you, you're setting your base price at like $600 and then you're going back and, and you're saying, all right, now six months out, that's there's no event. So now I'll put it at the normal rate of 200 Yeah. Or correct. whatever the case. Whatever, okay, the, whatever the rate is. Yep. Got it. I like that. I like that. See, and I'm doing it the other way around. I'm like, I'm like you can only book six months from now. Um, here's a competitive rate that is my my base rate. So I've got my weekday rate and I've got my weekend rate. And then um, when I see that we've got a really busy time, like we have an event coming up here at the end of the summer referred to as the Minnesota State Fair. If you're from here, you know that's a big deal. If you're not from here, you probably think that's really corny that a state fair is a big deal. It's uh, it's two weeks long um, and a lot of people travel here to go to it. It is a massive event. Well, I, I went ahead and I upped the rates. Uh, during that period of time and sure enough a whole bunch of people that are vendors they're coming to work the fair or just go to the fair or people that used to live here and they're going to be tourists and go back to the fair all those dates are booked now i had no trouble booking it at the premium rate and just like lucas i need that my summer here is a big deal for my yearly income okay i don't i don't ever 
go into the summer and go, oh, wow, this is this is really good months. Uh, I'm making all this profit these months. You know what I do with that money? It stays right in that, that account because November is coming. Okay, yeah, October I mean, is coming. For, it's going to hit that, a wall. For that one mistake that I had, you know, if I had, if it had been two, three, four weeks before I caught the mistake and, you know, this, this lady had thought for the last month she had something booked, at that point I would eat it. The problem is, is I called her within five minutes of booking because I'm always near my phone um, and I was like, hey, we have an issue. You know, we need to change these prices or the reservation has to get canceled. Was that Airbnb or VRBO? That was a VRBO booking. Okay, so what is VRBO's uh, fallback to you as the host if you cancel? Um, they'll block your dates. Or no, they don't block your dates like Airbnb does. Uh, they just assess it to kind of your premier host status. Okay. Which is a little bit easier to meet than super host status. They want less than a 1% cancellation over your whole okay. account period. And we covered that way back in one of our first episodes, premier host, uh, super host. Yeah, correct. So you guys can reference that episode. We won't get into that again. But, but um, yeah, so the, the cancellation so ding was, you. It will ding you, but the cancellation, because I've had so many stays... Uh, they want less than a percentage of cancellations. I don't remember if it's 1% or 2% of all reservations canceled, but I've had so many reservations and no cancellations. That was my first one. It literally ticked me up a tenth of a percentage point. <laughs> so it had no effect yeah. on me. I have zero as well. I, I've never backed on a reservation. Um, I have declined reservations. You have, the, yeah, you have the right to cancel any reservation you want as you see fit. It's your property. Um, just know that you're there will facing, be penalties. There'll be penalties yeah. uh, for sure, but don't ever let a guest tell you they're going to sue you or do anything like that if you cancel the reservation. Because that's what this girl tried to do to me. Um, obviously, I never heard anything back from it because you can't. Just like the guest has yeah. the right to cancel the reservation for any reason, so do you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was thinking of something else and I lost it. Well, anyway, as as you can see, we don't script this stuff out all that well. <laughs> no, it's not. It's okay. We're it's organic around here. Uh, anyway, uh, nonetheless, um, yeah, so if you use smart pricing and if it works for you, great. Um, our recommendation is to not use it. That's kind of the summary of what we're saying here today. And uh, in the meantime, if you if you have a little mistake there, um, work it out with the work it out with the guest and make sure you communicate with them immediately yeah. on the pricing. I and, think yeah, well, I think the best the best place for like me to find pricing is I go. I go on to Airbnb and I go on to VRBO and I kind of filter out and do a little market analysis of other properties that are similar to mine. I look Which there it. should be a built, there is a built-in function for that where you click on it and you say, hey, Airbnb, you know, there's a little function that says suggested prices. Yeah. Um, that should give you the proper feedback. Um, uh, I do it, you know, I do it manually. I just filter for other stuff that's similar to mine and then I kind of get their pricing and I go, is mine nicer or not as nice? Yeah, there's and, that. And we go from there. And I kind of yeah. look at their availability calendars. Are they getting booked at those prices? Are they not getting booked at those prices? And yeah. so I'm a little bit more manual hands-on on that. But that's also why I, you know, I do tremendously well, and especially in the fall months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I get I get a consistent comment in my reviews, um, you know, that it's a lot of place for the money. And when people are constantly reviewing, saying that, saying, you know, this, I can't believe I got this place at this price, and it's just my normal base price. I'm like that's exactly what I want to hear. That's the good. That's the good feedback I want. That means I'm priced right to stay full all the time. And every year, as I go through seasons that have repeated, um, I'm getting more and more repeat. Uh, my, my percentage of repeat visitors is going up, which means people have bookmarked me, and I'm getting people that come back. I've got, I've got several people now that have stayed at my place four or five times. Um, my at all my places, whether it's you know on one side of town or the other. They come in town to see family or friends, and they just know where they're going to stay. They come to my houses. So um, 
that will pricing it right will will get that for you as well. Get that repeat business, which is always good for you. So, um, all right, guys, that's everything for this episode. Um, thanks for listening. Do not forget to subscribe and like our podcast. In the meantime, go get that money. Go get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.